Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is good to be back in the studio. Good to actually be putting out some content. We were in here a week ago and did nothing other than just ramble on like a bunch of idiots and record nothing. So it's good to be in here. We got uh, we got an exciting guest for you today. Yes, yes finally, finally putting, putting uh, a face, face to the, the name, Clarity 444, we have Steve on. on. Um, it's going to be a great, great episode, episode. Kick, kicking off season, season two pretty strong. Pretty strong so. Yeah, let's get at it. Yes. Yes. All right, guys, uh, we're back, and uh, here's Steve from Clarity. I'll let him uh, introduce himself a bit, and then we'll talk. Uh, if he's humble, if he holds back, we'll, we'll give you the full rundown on him. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Steve. Um, I'm the founder of Clarity 444. Um, finally, you guys get to see who I am. Been putting the podcast off for a while. I feel bad about it. <laughs> finally here for you guys. So I'm going to answer some questions for the boys. Let them know what's up. All right, I think we got to start with the obvious. What's the what's the name about? So clarity, you know, this actually started like back in high school. This is like isn't something new for sure. Um, I started this back in 2018, uh, just as like a little idea in high school. And honestly, I really wish I would have did more with it at that time because that was when you know all my friends. I was around all my friends, all the people in high school. They loved it. You know, they all wanted to buy it. Just the thing was, I didn't have the financial income to to fund it. So, um, you know, the idea didn't really last long at that time. So, uh, it kind of dropped for a while. I'd say for a couple years, I just honestly didn't do much with it at all. Till I'd say about a year ago, picked it back up and just really started going crazy with it. So um, I know the answer to this question just because I, I worked with you and we go back a couple years. Um, what is the meaning behind Clarity 444? Like, how did that all come about? So Clarity actually comes from just being clear with yourself. You know, becoming closer to self is kind of the whole meaning behind it. Now, when I came up with this, I really wasn't much of a spiritual person at all. Like, I, I wasn't into the spirituality aspect of life. Like, I wasn't digging into the deeper side of things. Um, I just kind of, it was just something that clicked for me. Like, when I when I said that name, Clarity, like, it was just, like, that was it, you know? I wanted to do something with that name. And then eventually, people always ask me, what does that mean? What do you mean by Clarity? And I had to come up with something, you know? So I came up with the whole thing behind it, like what that really means to me deep down inside. And honestly, it's just being clear with yourself, being clairvoyant, you know, the whole nine yards, you got to be down and deep with yourself and see the clear aspect of life. So that all leads back to clarity for me, having clarity with yourself, having clarity with life, that all brings you to a happier place, to be honest, in my opinion. So that's kind of where I went with it and I ran with that whole clarity thing and you know, ever since it's just been about elevating, like elevating your life, seeing clearly. That's just the whole, the whole aspect of it. So, I love how it's clarity. You had no idea what it was when you're going into it. Like that's, that that that's just life. Like you have this idea of what you kind of want it to be. That goes for any project you start, anything you do, especially like you you know we know what we've done with the podcast. You start with this idea and you just kind of keep chipping away until you finally get to there or just keep working to get to that point you want to be at well see that's why i think a lot of things are meant to be because that's just you know certain things like that you really don't have a meaning for it the universe sends you messages and stuff sometimes they're not always clear what they mean at that point in time but you know they pop up back in your life and it ends up being the biggest piece of it clarity i, I didn't know that had any meaning to it in 2018 
you know, come fast forward, it's 2021. Now that's the biggest piece of my life. So it's just crazy. That's the universe sending me messages. You think you, you kind of, you think you manifested it? What's that? You think you kind of manifested it? In a way, yeah. Like unknowingly. Like, in like fashion always was kind of a part of my life. Like thinking back, even when I was just a kid, I always wanted to stand out with what I wore. You know, I never wanted to just be wearing like whatever every other kid was wearing. I just, I hated that. So um, I always wanted to be different in that way. And fashion was always just the best way that I could express myself. So, um, you know, it always kind of seemed like, yeah, my whole life I was manifesting in a way a fashion, you know, fashion future for myself. So, yeah, for sure. What's your background in like art or design or fashion or anything like that? Or is it just like, just growing up, that's just something you just were obviously around it. Everyone is like, I guess a piece of it, but it's just something you kind of fell into or? See, art has always been a part of my life. Like I can think back as far as like, as far as I can remember, as long as I've been in school, I've always been that kid that likes to doodle on his papers. You know, that was always, always something I loved to do. And, you know, if, if I was in an art class, I always felt like that was, that was my favorite time of the day when I could express myself on a piece of paper. I love that. I absolutely love that. So, um, you know, yeah, art, art has definitely always been a big piece of my life. And uh, not so much, you know, Photoshop. Like, I got into the whole, you know, Adobe phase. Like, I got into that kind of late. But uh, I would say it, it was – it's crazy because my senior year of high school, I did an internship. And at that internship, it was all about screen – like, the, it was a screen print shop. So I was learning about everything screen print. Like, at that time, I really – I had just started Clarity Pride three months ago before I started this internship. And I'm at this internship. Now I'm learning about how to make shirts and stuff. Like this was perfect for me at that time. I had them as a tool to use. You know, I could use their stuff. They were letting me print shirts, whatever. Um, so it was like perfect at that time, but I ended up letting that go. But while I was there, I learned how important it was to learn Adobe Illustrator, whether it was Adobe Illustrator, just some way that you can create on a computer and get your design to be able to be printed in some way to get it onto a shirt somehow, you know, because that's just, that's what sells, you know, shirts sell, people want the design on the shirt. So that was like one of the most important aspects that I learned in high school. Okay, now I have to get Adobe. Now I have to learn this. This is the next step. So it went from drawing to now I got to now learn this whole software. So that was like the next step for me pretty much. Yeah, and uh, to touch back on, on the whole drawing thing, this guy, I, so I worked at TJ Maxx with Steve for two, two and a half years almost. This dude would be at the cash register just with sticky notes and he'd just be, had a pen just drawing always, always, bro. He wouldn't be ringing anybody out just like sitting there drawing. <laughs> I'm like, man, what's this guy doing? And then, you know, we got closer and it, and it made sense. But yeah, I thought it was just <laughs> something I just thought back on. Remember. And that's, that's literally how it's always been. Like people, people, I don't know. They've always kind of said the same thing. Like, what is this guy doing? I'm in the middle of class, like doing this detailed art project on the side of this assignment. And like the teacher's just like, I was that kid where the teacher would just stop and stare at me. 
And like the whole, like as he's teaching, he'd stop teaching and just stare at me while I'm going balls to the wall on this art. You had no idea they stopped. You just kept going. Yeah, I just keep going. (laughs) The whole class is staring at me, and then they're like, "I'll wait, I'll wait." I'm like, that was the worst for me. I was like, "Oh dang, dude!" Stopped the whole class. Got them all staring at me. Like that was the worst. And that's another thing, man. I hated how the teachers never let you express yourself, like art-wise, you know, like, they didn't understand it that way. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, the schooling system in general just doesn't, th- these days, it's like, if you don't go to college, you can't do anything. But, like, everybody knows that, that that's not true at all. Like, the, the grades, they didn't go to college, or the college dropouts. So I think that's one thing that's definitely wrong with our schooling system. Yeah, 100%. Like, Maslin, for sure, I don't know if I should say the name <laughs> They're, they're just not a school. They were one school that really harped on going to college. You know, they really, like, that was, like, one thing. They made it seem like if you don't go to college, like, what, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? Like, they don't talk about anything else. They don't talk about starting your own business. They don't start talk about, you know, learning a trade right out of high school, like, something like that. They don't talk about that. They're like, oh, where are you going to school? They're, like, shoving college applications down your throats, like, that's just not how it should be, you know? The, the kid have, should have some freedom or some at least knowledge of what the other options are, you know? It's just crazy. Yeah, I think uh, with the evolution of technology and, and social media, I feel like less and less kids are now going to college because they're able to make money through, you know, just being creative, expressing themselves, oh. and, you know? That's one thing about today's account. Like, today, I shouldn't say today's account. Today's market, like... Our age group, it's so easy to appeal to them because it's so easy to relate. We're all kind of going through the same thing right now. You know, it's it's kind of hard for everybody. We're, we, I mean, we all just came out of a pandemic. We're locked in our houses and stuff. We're all coming out of that. And it's like social interactions are kind of weird at first, like starting to get back into the swing of things. So it's like we're all kind of going through a lot right now. We're just, at the end of the day, we're just kids for real just trying to make it through so if we have a way an outlet to express ourselves you guys got your podcast this is awesome you know what i'm saying like look at your guys you know whole studio like that's awesome so like any way our podcast you know get people talking and stuff like that's any way to express yourself that's the key thing right now people need that it's essential right now for sure one thing i wanted to touch on and it kind of goes back to a bunch of things you're talking about so like we're talking about school and everything one thing I think schools need to be teaching now would be Adobe. Like, it's yes. such a skill. Like, it's almost something you need to know for almost any career. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not getting into that, I'm not getting into that. Almost every job you could use something as simple as, like, Adobe. Not simple, but, like, you could use that and do something big with it that can go. It, like, I feel like it fits so many applications that, like, a lot of people don't even realize. And to know that and to have that on application is huge and i'm sure you realize that after learning it like i feel like that could be a whole like high school class that would be so beneficial to so many people yes dude it's like like the most important thing about that i would say is like if if someone wants to start their own construction business you know and they have all their knowledge in construction they know exactly how to build a house start to finish but they don't know how to make their logo. They don't know how to market themselves and they don't know how to, you know, create a, some sort of marketing pr- 
program to where they can get their name out and start getting themselves jobs consistently. So I feel like a class surrounded by how you, you know, go about creating a logo, what colors to use, how you do things, that would be essential for that person. Like if you, for Maslin, for example, like there's a bunch of career tech classes that you can take. There's a construction one that you can take. And there's also these side classes like business ones. They have computer ones, just, I don't know, little, little side classes. But I feel like right there you could add in Adobe Adobe somewhere, you know, just that teaches you that side of art, you know, just whatever it's called, the screen. I don't know. I can't think of the name of it right now, but um, just some class that teaches you that software because that's essential for that kid that that's also in that construction class that wants to start his own business but doesn't know where to start, doesn't know how to get his name out there, doesn't know how to create a logo, and that could stop someone right then and there. You know, it could discourage them. Like, I, I don't even know how to make my own logo. I can't do this on my own. People don't have the money to, to hire a graphic designer to go create them a logo. So at least if, if high school could offer something like that, that's the, that's the bare minimum, in my opinion. Or even, like, I don't think a lot of, like, a lot of people don't even realize, like, all the opportunities that are out there. Like, a kid like our age can just jump on, like, Fiverr, and they could do, like, that could be their job. That construction guy could come on and say, hey, I need someone who's, okay at adobe i don't need someone that's fantastic that's gonna make me the best logo i don't need the next google logo i don't need the next like i don't need a fortune 500 company logo i just need a logo that looks good and there are a lot of people out there that have that little bit of skill that could do it but they don't know to look for it because like like you said their school never talked about it like that could be a job all on its own forget going and doing your own doing something and like making it and then not knowing that little piece be that person that puts the pieces together and like exactly. that yeah. could be such an easy thing to do or even like like you were talking about how your school had some sort of classes like that have that be the class project have businesses from kids that graduated from your school say hey i need a logo and then have that be a homework assignment have the kids at your school work on that like that would be so cool to be like this is a completely like community-based company the kids at the high school made the logo like that could be such a simple that, way yeah. to like teach and also like it would both people would get what they need and it would help everyone out so much exactly and, and people honestly don't realize how important the logo is to your company that's one of the most important parts like you got to think i mean you, like you said google like you're not going to be the next google but it's like that's almost what the logo represents like you almost want your logo to be recognized like i don't know if you remember back in like it was a long time ago, like around the time iPhones were first coming out, when they had that logo quiz game, mm-hmm. when you could guess the logo, that whole game is based off of recognizing the logo. And so it's like if people are flying through that, that's all those logos, they just have to look at it and they know exactly what it is. So it's like that's how important the logo is. Like that McDonald's arch, look at that. You, it doesn't have to say McDonald's. You know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see the Wendy's girl. You don't have to know. You don't. It doesn't have to say Wendy's because you already know what it is. So it's like, obvious. Obviously, that's fast food. People know what fast food is, but like that's kind of the whole thing that you want to go for. Like, it, and people don't understand this too. Like locally, being known locally is a big deal. People want to be known worldwide which is cool but 
it's like people just want it's like also the same thing people want to wake up as a millionaire it's just not gonna happen you gotta start somewhere overnight you know what i'm saying you you gotta work that you gotta you know walk the stepping stones to that direction it's not gonna happen overnight so um being known locally is a big deal if a lot of people know your name locally if if everybody in maslin knows clarity that's that's insane like that's over a few thousand people at least you know what i'm saying that know who what clarity is yeah and then you you get that you get one person and then uh maslin that tells someone like me and then i know and then i tell my friend like it's a web everyone's connected and like before you know it like i wear before you know it we bring your we bring you on a podcast and now you're like there's so many other people that are going to be in like realize your thing and yeah (laughs) and back to what you were saying about the logos like for fashion it's huge like if I have a, if I had just a check mark on my hoodie, you would know exactly what it is. You would know exactly what that brand is. And like that's this is gonna get there. That's what this is gonna be. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's that's definitely what I want to take it to. And honestly, for for this next project, like I I feel like I've been lacking in quality. And I say that because I just I I hate using vinyl. You know, I don't like to use vinyl. So I did, I took the next step and I invested in a screen print system. So that's going to be coming in the mail. And that's, that's what everything's going to be from now on. So screen print, if you don't know, that's, that's paint. Like instead of it being vinyl, which I'll show you an example of what vinyl is. Vinyl is basically just, it's like almost like a rubbery texture that just irons on to the, like it cuts into it and then it irons on to the, the shirt and that's what puts the design on there so um and it's what you guys have like you guys have the vinyl which it's not bad vinyl's not bad i i, I don't want to shit on vinyl because it's really not terrible sorry for cussing you're no good. You're, you're good, good. <laughs> you're good we've said way worse, <laughs> we've said on, far here. worse on here <laughs> <laughs> so uh vinyl's not terrible you know I, I i'm not saying like it's the worst thing ever it definitely holds up you know what i'm saying but it's not the quality that I'm after screen print. This is a screen print shirt. This is probably from 1990 and it still looks brand new. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's definitely the next step. I definitely want to do screen print from now on. Cause it's just going to bring the quality from a to Z or a fucking Z to a, I don't know, backwards. It's going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that'll be coming in soon, but this next drop, that's all going to be screen print. I'm going to go hard on this. Like it's going to, I'm going to go all out. I'm doing packaging, custom packaging. Like it's going to be all different. Like I'm not doing any of the old stuff that I was doing. So, um, one thing it's just going to be 10 out of 10 quality. The one thing I do love about your stuff. I love that you put the patch on there. Like I love the, like, and like that it says like official merchandise. Like for me, like, I don't know. It's something just like cool. It's branding. But it's also like, I don't know, I just feel like it, it takes it to that next step. It's not just your basic, like, printed on shirt. Like, it takes on the next step. And it's like, I don't know, like, it's like the off-white, like, the tag that they put on. Like, it's just, like, something yeah. special yeah. that not everyone else does that just, like, it makes it, like, I don't know, it makes it cool. I really enjoy it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. For real. The patch, honestly, like, I, I was just, like, kind of, like, I, I don't know. I really like how how champion like when you when you're wearing a champion hoodie like in champion i know not a lot of people wear it anymore but like it came back yeah it came back (laughs) like it came back heavy 
lot of people, I don't know what I'm talking about. A lot of people do wear champion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like when you're wearing a champion hoodie, you want that, like, you're almost like trying to have the champion logo, like, right on the side so people see it. Like, that's where you want it. So I almost, like, took that iconic look, and it's like, that is a great idea because people think about that patch. They're they're thinking about that now. Like, if you're just wearing a plain old hoodie, you're, you know, you're not thinking about nothing, just whatever. But if you got that patch on there, that's like an extra aspect to the hoodie. So it's like, oh, yeah, I, I want people to see that. It's the and same it's, th- it's the same thing as, like, the people that keep the stickers on the hat that, like, show it's, like, the legit hat. Or, like, the baseball jerseys, they have, like, the little tag down at the bottom. Like, it, yeah, no, it's definitely it, – it, like, to me, I feel like it adds just a whole nother level of quality to it. And it makes it seem like it was, like, I don't know, like, it just adds another level of design that I really enjoy. And, Steve, from now on, too, what I'm going to do is – um i was doing vinyl tags too like i was doing my own tags i know i mean some people you know it's not common to take the tag off some people leave it on and it's easier that way but what i want to do is buy my own uh like paper tags like i'll show you an example you guys know what i'm talking about like like, actual on the inside of your shirt yeah here i have another shirt here that i was wearing tonight might have tagged it so like this right here would have, like it would have your brand on it. Exactly. That would be dope. Yep. And I'll stitch it in there, and like, you know that, that's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. But honestly, stuff like that, it's really hard to find a consistent and quality, reliable like seller, or you know whatever you want supplier who's yeah, gonna yeah. give you a decent price for what you're looking for. So. A lot of them are just honestly, it's price gouging at this point. It's it's insane. Well, and I know so. for your stuff, you try to keep it pretty cheap. So I feel like to add that little detail in there, it could cost a lot, and that's something you're probably not going for at that. And that's the honestly, dude. That's like one thing that I, I've kind of been like, I don't really make a profit off this, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, that's just because I enjoy doing it. Like, I love doing clarity. Like, that's something that it, it takes my mind off things. Like, people always say you should look for that thing that, that you zone out with and, and lose track of time with. That's this. Like, dude, I can sit on my computer and just design clarity logos for hours and lose track of time completely. Just write out things. Like, I'll just, just you know, make things on Photoshop, whatever, just to pass the time. Like, that's fun to me. Like, most people might think that's boring after a while. I can literally just zone out and just do it. And so that's honestly helped me in a lot of ways. Like it's gotten me better at the software or whatever, but uh, it's just, people always say you should look for that. So I feel like now that I found that it's like, this is just the perfect thing. Like everything is just falling into place. Like that's, I don't know. It's just been, it's been perfect for sure. I feel like you just mentioned that you don't really make a profit. I feel like you can't rush that though. Like, you know, it'll yeah. come with time. Like, you know, Nike, they didn't, when, you know, when they first started, they weren't, you know, making billions. Uh, it took some time, and I think, you know, you just got to be patient with it, and it'll get there. Yeah, just keep building good stuff, and people will come for it. Well, that's the thing, dude, and, and like, back to the profit thing, like, another reason I don't like to do that is because um, it's not, the quality isn't where I'm like, okay, yes, this is worth I don't know. You you look at like Off White for example, and it's like you see that they're charging like who knows like nine hundred something bucks for like a 
an outfit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, how do you justify that? Virgil Abloh somehow justifies that in his in the quality of his work, whatever. Yeah, it's like the it's the just, name. Yeah, yeah. Like he's built himself up. He he graduated from a very prestigious school, um, and I didn't. I don't. <laughs> You know, vinyl doesn't justify selling a shirt for 900 bucks. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I definitely cannot do that. And I don't feel yes. comfortable even selling it for more than what I would, you know, more than what I'm paying for it. I just don't feel comfortable doing it yet. Yet. Yet is the key word. You'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. This now, next, when I work this myself next drop, up to Steve's taking all your money. Exactly. <laughs> and it, that's... I mean, that's why it's so nice. Like, now that I have, I, I've been doing this new job. I've been doing gutters with my brothers. Um, they started this business, and that's been working out real well. And that's been kind of funding it for me and a lot of the things that I've been doing. So um, that's been great. You know, it's not it's not a bad thing that I'm not making a profit because I'm still breaking even. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not really losing money on it. And uh, that's kind of the whole process with it. And that's where I'm working myself up to someday, eventually, hopefully, I'll be able to charge maybe a hundred bucks for a pair of pants. You know, maybe. I, who knows, you know? Who knows? What is, what is the, the future goal? What Like short term, like next year, what's the, what's the goal in the next year? Within the next year, I want to have at least now, what I'm dropping next, I don't know if you guys have seen the website. I kind of posted a little bit on my Instagram, like just some little pictures I threw out. I post, I made a little post about it, um, just some low-key stuff, not really great quality, but I kind of did that on purpose just so people wouldn't, you know, get the full image yet. But uh, the next look for the drop is up on the Instagram, and that's kind of – I want to get at least two or three quality drops of that like i would consider that drop quality drop it's you know there's kind of a lot going on it's six colors six colors is kind of insane for screen print especially i've never done it and honestly i don't plan on dropping this next drop until october okay. october 12th is the date that i have written down so um you know, it's a long ways out, but I'm seriously going to, like, dial it in, perfect it. I'm not, like, I don't care if I run through $400 worth of merchandise. Like, I want to perfect it. Like, this stuff is going to be perfect. I, I won't sell it until I'm totally happy with it. Top to finish. So, to go, I guess, to go along with that point you just made, how, how, how many, like, mistakes do you have how many just like ones have you made that you're just like this isn't it i'm not putting it out like how so, how, how many throughout this whole process this last what <laughs> you said you started in 2018 since you've been making shirts how many shirts do you have that are just like duds that are just like samples i guess honestly, there's probably hundreds in that closet right there like shoved in a box like there's probably a hundred shirts like shoved in a box that are just and honestly, it's like just trial and error. I don't know if I have any shirts laying around, but um, it's a lot of it's just trial and error. Like I'll order something, I'll order a product that I see or something that like says it'll do one thing or like sometimes it's user error, you know, like I don't really know how to use it yet, but um, 
I'll buy a product or something. Says it does one thing, and I'll go and do it, and it does another thing. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that was a waste. And just stupid stuff like that that I've just taken the L on. Yeah. And if I if I look at it like, if I look at it like, okay, I took the L on this, like, oh, I lost money, like, then it sucks. Then I get all sad about it, and I'm like, I dwell on it. But if I look at it like a learning curve, like, oh, okay, that's not how that works. Now I have to, oh, maybe I have to use a lighter shirt for this to work. Like maybe, like for instance, like what I said right there, for an example for that would be, I had a black hoodie and this sublimation paper that I was using, which is what this is right here. This is sublimation on these shorts. I don't know if you can really see it. Mm -hmm. But um, that's basically vinyl that can be printed on. Um, sublimation. That's all sublimation. It's just vinyl that can be printed on in a printer. And uh, I use that and um, you know, it, I use it on the black hoodie, but it was supposed to be for a light printed shirt. So, like, it just wasted. I don't know. It didn't show up. It was horrible. And basically, I just looked at it like, okay, now I learned my lesson. Like, I, I can't do that anymore. Like, you gotta look at things not as a loss, but as a learning curve. That's that's definitely one lesson I've learned with all of this. I feel like that's been us too. Like oh just yeah, with the whole podcast episode after episode, we're just even trying before to get it every episode. Steve yeah. saw we. It took us ten minutes to try to get all these cameras <laughs> set up and try to get ready to roll. It was a disaster. Yeah, and dude, honestly, it gets easier every time you do it. Oh yeah, it gets easier every time. Like when I first got all my stuff, I, like I was wasting every single shirt I tried to do like every single thing i did it, it didn't come out how i wanted to it was a waste so pretty much the whole first like three months of doing all this stuff was all learning like nothing but learning i didn't sell nothing i didn't want to sell nothing it was just like i just had to learn all this stuff first so then when i kind of got an understanding of it that's kind of when i started doing stuff with it so yeah how many uh, how many one of ones does Steve have in the closet? Something that'll never be made that it just you keep. That's uh, you. There's actually the one sitting behind me. This one. This was like something, and there's the one that I dropped last. But um, so this one was just something I randomly came up with. Visionary USA. I was gonna do something with it, like as like a side thing. And kind of branch it off and just I don't know but it never it just didn't ever click with me I wasn't really like I didn't feel like I was able to do anything with it but it's kind of just the normal logo but in green that's cool and, uh, yeah green and white on the back but I don't know dude there's so many like too many to count this whole rack <laughs> is full of one of ones <laughs> to be honest what uh <laughs> do you ever like have a fit you like think you're like oh I want to wear this to like a party tonight and you just cook something up real quick. Um, I've done a couple cook up teas like just <laughs> on the spot like like I'm like okay wait I just like get this idea and I'm like okay I can do this real quick. Especially I have this app on my, my phone it's an Adobe app. Um, and like you can literally do everything that you can do on Illustrator on the app. Sometimes more stuff like they have little design aspects and stuff that you can add to your shit and it's honestly like sometimes more easier to use than 
than Adobe Illustrator. So sometimes I'll cook up a quick design on there, and I'm like, yo, this is hard. Like, I might need to make a shirt real quick of this. And I'll just run in here and make it real quick and throw it on, like go to the mall or something. <laughs> Always, dude. It's funny. Dude, I swear. I think I, I think Adobe Illustrator is the hardest software to use for the Adobe products. Dude, I, either, I don't know, man. Either Illustrator or After Effects, bro. Uh, well, I don't really do many uh, like uh, effect type things, but I yeah, I was like at this co-work place where we are right now, and there was this dude, and he was on After Effects, and he was like messing around with like this Iron Man suit, and I was like, yo, I don't know how this dude did that, but like respect, man. Props to him. Dude, After Effects is insane. Like I, I seriously, I sat on here for several hours i really don't know how long like i said dude i just zone out on this stuff sometimes i just like i get in the zone and i'm just like i have to learn this you know i can't learn it like i either get so frustrated and just like don't quit until i do learn it or sometimes i'm smart and i just quit right then and there i'm like i'm not gonna get frustrated on this. but uh after effects has by far been the hardest thing for me to understand i just can't understand it yeah, I, and I I've been using um, Premiere Pro to edit all this stuff, and um, it's crazy because like learning one uh, program, I can apply it to so many different things. Like I had to um, do an edit in Final Cut, which is another like editing software. And, like I've never used it, but since I learned Adobe so well just through YouTube videos and just like messing around, like you're able to kind of like apply it to other things, and because generally all the softwares are the same. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really just a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of hours, just looking at it, just messing around. Dude, yeah, honestly, like, that's one thing that I really want to learn next, like, just video editing, editing as a whole, like, that's, that's something that could honestly take my shit to the next level. Like, when you look at all these different brands, and I, I hate comparing myself to, anybody else but it's like when you look at all these other brands that they're doing like some sweet stuff with design software like they're doing sweet ass videos like 3d shit that's spinning in the video and it's like like i definitely need to fully understand that stuff learn it like that's going to be essential people aren't really into seeing just graphic pictures anymore like it's it's nothing to just post something on instagram people want to see like a sweet ass video that that you can't make like you know that not average joke can make that's definitely what i want to get into next for sure and like this is something that we've learned you can do a lot of really really cool stuff like that looks high tech that's really not and i watched i was actually watching a video today it was this um this lady she was taking all these uh really cool videos that looked like they were shot with a drone in places you couldn't shoot with a drone and like one was off the golden great bridge and like the way they looped it, it was actually, like, the phone was tied to a fishing pole. And, like, there was just, like, all these different, like, ways that you can, like, ball out on a budget to, like, make things work. Like, we've done it, too. We needed, like, yeah. these big box lights we have behind us now. Um, yeah. We, we didn't have that back when we were in our studio in our attic. So we had a busted-up TV with paper <laughs> towels over it, and it worked the same way. Like, you just got to, like, think about what you need, think about what you have, and think about how you're going to get there and, like just kind of keep chipping away and that goes for everything like from 
like you said, like you working on shirts or us just trying to make the podcast better. Like, just keep chipping yeah. away at it. Dude, yes. That's that's literally all you have to do. Like, I can't tell you how many times I went outside. I'm in my backyard. Like, I got, like, five books stacked up on top of each other. I'm, like, trying to set my phone up on the, per- like, perfect angle. It's literally, like, we've all been there, dude. It's, like, you got all oh, got to start somewhere. You can't have, like, the best of the best material right off rip. Yeah. Yeah, so. dude, I just know. We used to shoot in the library, and we had like this little like tripod thing I bought off Amazon for like fifteen bucks to like hold my like phone camera, and we like <laughs> hung it off like the back of our ch- like the chair and like plugged like the phone in. Dude, it, it was, was so it jank. Got out. It was <laughs> Dude, I've done some crazy stuff. I know what you're talking about. I've done some crazy, crazy stuff, dude. Like tying my phone up to my computer chair and just having it like set perfectly on it. Like yeah, dude. Dude, yeah, I've done crazy stuff. Dude, you gotta sure. you gotta get creative when you don't have you know yeah, a get, zillion dollar budget. Get creative, take some risks. Like Steve said, take a couple L's. Look yeah. at it, but don't look at it as an L. Look at it as you're learning. And like one day he said he's gonna have those pants that are worth the money. Like people were like, oh, how like I don't like you said I don't understand why Virgil Abloh's stuff's worth that much money like that. Like I bet he took all these L's, got there, and now he's at the point where he's making bank. But people don't look back at all these L's he took, and they're like, oh, why is, like, they just, like, want to be a hater, and they're like, why is it worth all this, why is this, this, this? This dude took, I'm sure he took his, everyone takes their L's. I'm sure he took his plenty, uh, plenty of, plenty of losses. Wow, I'm inaudible today. Dude, that man (laughs) went to RISD. Like, he went, he's like, RISD's, like, one of the most prestigious, like, honestly, I really don't know. I, I think they're just an art school, to be honest, but. He, he graduated from there with his, like, the highest degree I think that you can get from there, from RISD, and that's just, that's insane. So, I mean, I guess that's where he gets justifying, you know, paying, or, you know, charging $900 for a pair of pants. To me, that'll never make sense. Yeah. That'll never make sense. That's like a Birkin bag. Like, Birkin bags cost, like, $20,000. Where How do you justify that? Yeah, like people are only gonna buy a Birkin bag because, because it's a Birkin bag because nobody else can spend that money on it, you know. Well, and then it's you crazy. get people like me, like Migos has that song right now where they just keep talking about it. Like you get someone like that that does it, or like Drake has had Virgil design his plane. Like you just gotta get like someone like that. Like that's all, and that's all it takes. Like we were talking about how like that connection, whatever that web. If you can get that one person to wear clarity, you get. Obviously, this is super far off, but like. <laughs> You guys are, aren't far from Cleveland. Say one day somehow LeBron got a hold of you, one of your shoes, one of your shirts, wore it out. Like, tell me you wouldn't have people knocking down your door trying to get a shirt. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It'll only take that one person. Also, though, at the same at the same time, I'm not the type of person like like you ever look on an Instagram post and like you'll look in the comments of a famous person, and it's like nothing but people saying like, oh. I'm a 15-year-old SoundCloud rapper. Do I sound okay? <laughs> like, they're like, can you go check out? And I'm not shitting on nobody, but, you know, get it how you can. But it's like, yeah. I, I will never be that person that's, like, trying to, like, like, going on other people's pages and stuff, like, shoving my content down their throat. Like, and that's what these people do. Sometimes they succeed with it, though. Like, if... 
I mean, I don't know any examples of it, but sometimes people do definitely blow off doing that shit, but I just, I'm not the type to do that. Yeah. I would hate, I'd feel so embarrassed for one of my friends to be scrolling through and see LeBron's post and see Clarity444 say, hey, I'm just a 21-year-old from Ohio. Check out my stuff. How am I doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, but like that just is some pe- some people are just like that. But you just gotta be true to yourself. You just gotta be you and just keep doing your thing. And like, for sure. If it's meant, sure. if like I know you're big on like manifestation stuff like that. Like if it's meant to be, it'll work out. If not, you just gotta keep doing it. But if it's like like you, if it's something you love, then it's, it's at the end of the day, it's not really a loss. Yes, exactly. That's definitely a good point. It's not really a loss because it's like if you're passionate about something. You're really, there's not much that you're going to let stand in your way. Like, I would say, like, clarity is something that I'm very much so passionate about. I love doing it. It's it's a passion of mine. People nowadays, they want to just start a business out of nothing. Like, they just want to start a business just to say that they have a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I think I saw a video of Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. I'm not really even a big fan of Gary Vee, but he what he said was very true. He said something about uh, kids would give like if they start a business, they'd want to give it back within the first year. That is so true. Kids just want to start a business nowadays. They don't really know what they're even getting into. So it's like when you're actually passionate about something, you're not gonna let little barriers stand in your way. You're not gonna let little things like. Like if one of your guys' cameras broke, or one of your guys' microphones broke, you guys not you guys aren't gonna stop the whole podcast. Be like, well, if we lost, you know, I guess we gotta give this up. Like yeah. it's just when you're passionate about something, you're not gonna let nothing stand there. Yeah, no, we'd have that thing taken apart with exposed wires running across the table. It'd be a fire hazard in here. We'd still be making episodes. <laughs> Dude, I swear, exactly. we would just milk the hell out of it. If we thought it was broke, we'd try to fix it or attempt to use it like half broken. Like it doesn't matter. You guys would be like, it'd be in the comments, like, are they shooting these underwater? Like, <laughs> they. <laughs> They'd find out what's going it's like on. Like smoke, like coming in the background. Yeah, like, did you guys get a fog machine? Yeah, new fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, that's just our camera half on fire. Dude, speaking of half on fire, I had to bring this up, bro. So I'm living at the house up in uh, up in uh, Erie right now, and uh, I came I came back into the house from going on a run, and the whole entire like first floor like it just smelled like straight gas, and I'm like, oh, that's you know probably not like natural gas or like gasoline like like propane okay so i'm like oh maybe like the grill like is leaking but i don't know so like i went out like the grill was turned off and everything and i was like yeah i should probably definitely like call somebody about this like my head was just like pounding but like the second and third floor of the house it didn't smell at all but so i was like really confused so like whatever i emailed the email the people and and uh they come over and the guy went into our basement and he was like holy shit he was like i don't even want to like turn the light on downstairs because i don't want like it to spark and like blow your house up and he was like it literally like reeked downstairs and so like they had to have like a ton of people come in and like fan everything out but it was just like a gas leak in our basement i'm like holy it was bad did one of the lines like split i don't know they didn't really tell me what was going on i'm surprised the fire department didn't have to come dude imagine if he would have turned that light on our house which gonna got leveled Bro, and like I was explodes like, <laughs> dude, and I like was, in like, a cartoon where like there's like wood falling out of the sky and shit. 
like I was using like our gas like fire or I mean our gas like stove and everything, dude. Wasn't even like thinking about it at all. And the guy's like, Yeah, like I probably wouldn't use any of that stuff and I was like, Oh, I already used it twice today. Well like a couple <laughs> days ago, Jared was like, I think we have a gas leak and I jokingly was like did you light a match? He goes, yeah. It just was like black smoke in the air. I was like, dude, dude okay, you would have died. You would have blown the house up. Dude, the first time, so the first time we smelled the gas, we like, we closed all the doors off to like the first floor and we're like, you know, should I contain it? And he's like, well, I don't know if it's actually gas. So the guy, dude, he takes a lighter and he opens the door and he like sparks it. And I'm like, you know, are we good? He was like, yeah, I probably should do it again, though. And I was like, why? And he was like, because I saw a little bit of black stuff, like, burning in the air. And I was like, dude, if you blow this house up, <laughs> like, my, like all of my belongings are in this house, and I'm probably dead, too. And, but, oh I, my God. <laughs> they, they figured it out, but it was, oh, my God. <laughs> it was almost dude, tragic. I'd lose the day, dude, I'd, I'd, I don't know what I'd do if someone did that in my house. Dude, I was... It's crazy, but we're good now. Everything's all good. Everything's all good. I haven't smelled the gas, so they must have plugged it or found the leak. I don't know. I've never had to deal with like gas leaks in my house. The worst thing I've had to deal with in my house is bees. Like bees, like actual bees nests growing in, like not growing, like they build them, whatever. But yeah, bees, like legit bees nests in my house. It was horrible. Like imagine walking into your bedroom. In constant fear that there's just gonna be a yellow jacket spring across your room, like okay. it was not fun to live in that that <laughs> I, time. I have another story from that. dude. It's the, up here in Erie by myself is a wild dude. So <laughs> I have no idea where this is so, going. So I haven't told you about this yet. <laughs> oh god. So since the gas was you know whatever, we opened all the windows downstairs because we were trying to fan everything out, and I'm just like walking back in my room. And I go jump in my bed about to be on Netflix. And I hear, like, a slight, like, buzzing sound in my room. And I just see this fucking wasp, like, buzz by my bed. <laughs> like, into, like, the, like, the, the, um, into, like, the blinds. And I'm like, did I just actually see that? And then, like, I go look and, dude, it's like, it's like this, this big. Was it a murder hornet? It was just, like, this black, oh. like, fucking, like, wasp, dude. And I... Dude, I grab my laptop, my phone charger. I dash out of the room. I close, close the, the door. door. <laughs> I, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid of bees. I don't know why. That's like the, like the one thing I'm afraid of is bees. So I run upstairs to get my oh, other housemate, and I'm like, bro, we gotta like, I was like, I swear there's one in my room. Like we gotta go kill it. So like we're grabbing pillows and everything. We walk in the room and it's gone. Like nowhere to be found. And I'm like, oh, I can't sleep here tonight. Sleeping in my car, I guess. The nest in the wall, like as as you guys are just standing oh, there, dude. like looking for the bees, starting his nest. It was so bad, um, and he was like, he was like, he, so we didn't see it when it first came down. He's like, yeah, you're just messing with me. I was like, dude, no, I'm not. So I'm like, I close my door and I'm just like sitting on the couch and I'm like done, and I'm I'm just like playing uh, PlayStation, and it comes buzzing right by my head, dude. I'm like, no, no, I'm leaving. It goes into the kitchen. I run upstairs. I'm like, yo, dude, you got to go kill this bee. <laughs> and now it's like on the window of the kitchen. And he comes downstairs in like a big winter coat and like winter pants. And he puts on an oven mitt and takes his shoe. And he starts beating this like bee. And it's like clearly dead. 
but I'm like, dude, you're, dude, like, chop it in half. <laughs> so he takes a knife yes. and, like, saws it. It's still sitting on the counter. I'll, I'm going to send a picture to you later. I'll throw a picture up put on the screen. On, put it on, yeah, you better put it on the screen. And he, we just, like, sawed this bee in half. <laughs> dude, I was, got this video, too, hold up, that I might be able to throw up on the screen that was at my house last year that I think is a murder one. You guys got to tell me. It'd send it to me on Snapchat. I, I so actually I had a real murder. No, he's gonna put it on right here. Oh, oh. Give oh, him permission yeah. to share it. Right here, let me see if I can give you permission to share your screen. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude, I hate these. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is, dude, but I hate it. Especially like those wasps, dude. It's. I think my fear is. Because they don't stop stinging you. Like, they can just keep, like, coming. They're so, they don't, they're they don't. so pissed. Yellow too. jackets die, but wasps, they just, it's like a repeated thing. Hornets, it's a repeated thing. Like, they don't, as many times as they want. Right. They just punish. That's right, all they dude. know is punish. Actually, I think. <laughs> they wake up and choose violence every day. Do they? Every single day. I don't know. Violence. Somebody's got to fact check me. I think they bite and they don't sting. For real? Yeah, I think it's that they bite. I'm not sure, though. Somebody have to fact check me on that. Dude, but imagine being a bee and just knowing that you can sting this person, but you're going to die. Like, they have to choose. I wonder right. if they... Do you think they know they're going to die? They like, that's, like, their, that's their final... Yeah, their like, final. they know that it's like a kamikaze. Like, they're going right. to have to, like, crash and burn, but they're, they're going to sting you and have to swell up like a... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I'm not allergic to them. So, like, thank God, because that'd be even worse. But, like, bro, I've only been stung once and, like, never again. Dude, I remember one time as a kid, I was getting out of the swimming pool, and I got stung at my aunt's house. And she, like, gave me some medicine because I was swelling up. And I swear to God, I woke up, like, four days later. <laughs> I, like, it, like, happened at lunchtime, and I woke up for dinner, and I was like, what did you give me? What happened? Where am I? Oh, dude, yeah. It's crazy, man. All right, Steve, you got this video of this murder hornet? All right, Steve got the video to us. Here it is. Jesus Christ. I'm going to just probably throw it up on the screen, but dude, look at that. It's intense. It's absolute lots. How many legs does that thing have? That's what I'm saying, dude. It was like a Look at that stinger. That's a stinger. Dude, there's no one. I got to go back. The stinger was sticking through the mesh. Like, it was... You should have ripped it off. And then when it flies away, it almost looks like a dragonfly. But it wasn't. It was like 100% feet. That metal. thing looks like it just eats meat. Dude. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm saying. Like, Bro, you gotta get your dog inside, dude. That thing <laughs> eat your dog. If that wasn't a killer hornet or a killer whatever they were calling them. Murder hornet. That yeah. thing fly away, bro. Like, it was, it was that long. Like, are you kidding I, dude, that was it. If, if there was ever a murder hornet, that was it. Does Steve know about the bobcat? Oh, dude, yeah, you're from the 330. You know about the bobcat, don't you? What happened with the bobcat? What? Bro, so. Oh, yes! When the bobcat got. Oh, dude, there's bobcat running free. Yeah. <laughs> that was like. That was like two neighborhoods down the street from my neighborhood. That's actually happened a few times. Like, if you know where East Sparta is. I know. Uh, East Sparta area, it's like, 
it's kind of it's in the country area like it's it's more country than city area but anyway this guy out there has an exotic farm i don't know if it's legal or not but he had an exotic farm tigers all this crazy shit bro and like one of them got out for a while like they could not find like half this dude's exotic animals like they just got out and it was just like a whole situation for a long time yeah, I feel like that's a common theme in Ohio. People just randomly losing exotic animals. Like that has to be a, a nightmare for animal control, just running around trying to find these mountain lions huge, yeah. and tigers, like <laughs> bears and shit. Like, what? Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely don't know. not a vibe for Ohio. No. <laughs> Maybe for Alaska, like dealing with a polar bear. Like, I don't know. Not for Ohio, though. Like, definitely dude. not. We're not prepared for that. I was like, um, I was just like scrolling on my phone and I saw like this like Instagram reel and it was about like something about you can't like go to Alaska without doing like a scheduled tour. Like you can't just go roam Alaska. They won't let you. Like the U.S. government won't let you. Yeah, bro. That's true. They, I don't even think they fly over airplanes. Like they don't fly over Alaska, or yeah, they or don't fly over Antarctica. Sorry, not Alaska. Antarctica. Uh, uh, Antarctica. Antarctica. Not Alaska. No, I'm sorry, Antarctica, not Alaska. Not Alaska. Antarctica. They won't even fly over it. I know. It's because the weird. Earth is flat. It's, it's really weird why they don't do that. But There's a lot of <laughs> who knows what they're shit. doing over there? They probably got some shit. Some people think that that's where one of the entrances is, to, like to go to the center of the Earth. I also heard that there was like a that's where the Germans went and there's like a civilization built like two miles under the ground in Alaska. That was like another I like that, I believe crazy dude, I think I earth. believe that there's entire cities underground, for real. Yeah. It was like just like big like ice cities underneath like two it was like two miles down from the surface of uh, Antarctica. Oh. We might have to do some research and We will. Steve, what's a crazy conspiracy theory that you believe in? Like, that you have a hard time, like, not, like, saying, like, you, maybe not believing, but, like, you're like, all right, I can't say that one's not true. All right, all right, all right. Um, now let me think about this. There's a lot, like, uh... Okay, okay, actually, one that a lot of people just look at as such a crazy, like, concept. Like, they can't grasp it for some reason. They just... I don't know if it's conditioning or what, but this is probably the craziest conspiracy that I personally wholeheartedly believe in that a lot of people just absolutely do not believe in 100%. Um, and that's the flat earth. I don't believe that it's completely flat. I think that it's more so, I think it's a flat surface with a, a big old firmament around it, like a big globe, basically. If you've ever seen the Simpsons movie, I mean, that's on a very, very small scale. They're kind of like giving you a symbol for what what we're really in. We're not on a ball spinning around on an axis. That doesn't even make sense. Like, how, how have we not flown off by now? And people say gravity. Gravity, that's why you haven't flown off. It's like, I mean, if we're moving like a thousand miles per hour on these axes in a bunch of different directions, how would we go up a hill? I don't know. There's a lot of things. That I, I don't honestly fully understand that, so I'm not going to try and argue that. But um, 
I do full hardly believe we're on a flat earth, and I think we have a firmament, firmament over top of us. And I think that the earth goes into like, like if you've ever seen in like cartoons and shit when they rip something out of the ground and it's got like pieces of the ground still in it and it's got like roots and stuff. I think that that's almost what like all the planets look like. I think that's what Earth looks like. It's like it's got a big thing underneath of it that where it looks like it just got ripped out of something. And then it's just got this giant permanent over top of it. So it's almost like its own ecosystem ecosystem floating through the fucking space. Like, that's just what I think. Well, that's what the so, Bible says. And, go ahead. The go Bible ahead. says, or, well, the diagrams in the Bible, like that, like, firmament, it's like the, you know, like the earth and then, like, the heavens are, like, above on, like, a, yeah, like a firmament. That was a good yes, term. yes. I need to see what you're Yeah. Um, and dude, speaking of the Bible, did you guys, so you know how like the government was supposed to release like everything they knew about UFOs and like whatnot? Did yeah. you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, what happened? It was, um, it was like Donald Trump's like last like thing and like the COVID relief package that like by well, June. I knew he was, they were going to release a bunch. I knew like that, like Rogan talked a bunch about that. Yeah. Was, they, they were going to release a bunch of stuff. They came out and they were like, yeah, we're not releasing anything anymore. Like, nope. But then, like, I, I I don't know, like, people were, like, speaking out about it, and they said that, like, UFOs weren't, like, the only thing. There's, like, a new category called USOs, and it's, like, unidentified submerged objects. And there's, like, uh, some video footage of, um, like, a uh, an aircraft pilot, like, flying, and, like, something, like, flies down into the water, and he's, like, still, like, tracking it. It's moving, like, hundreds of knots an hour under the water. And they're like, we have no idea, like, what that is or or whatnot. So there's a ton of stuff that was supposed to come out but never did. Dude, honestly, like, I've heard stuff that um, NASA originally, I don't know how true this is. I, I haven't personally looked into this, so I don't have full facts. But um, I've heard that NASA originally, before they became a space exploration organization they were first originally uh exploring the sea so nasa was sea exploration they were exploring the underground you know whatever and they like obviously everybody knows they still haven't explored every aspect of the sea it's so fucking big there's no way they can um but what some people think is that while nasa was originally exploring the sea they came across something that like completely freaked them out and scared them off and then like switched them up and now they're like trying to figure out how to get out of the firmament that's why they went with space now they're trying to learn everything about space and how we can get out of here that's what one theory is i don't know how true it is but it's cool to think about i guess (laughs) well i know they said like we've only discovered like five percent of the ocean Fuck, yeah, man. dude. Five percent. Like that's that's insane to me. Yeah, I just that think is it's absolutely like, insane to me. I think it's like yeah, I've always thought like it's so crazy how like the space race is like such a huge like space exploration is such a huge thing, but like we haven't even you know discovered everything that's like living amongst us yet, which is dude, kind of crazy. What if what if we've never even Russia even any other country that claims they've been to the moon, what if nobody has ever really been to the moon? That's, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about the they faked the and, moon landing. And, like, now Elon Musk is finally trying to, like, 
go balls to the wall with this shit. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to break out the firmament. Like, maybe that's why his rocket failed. Like, that bitch bounced up on the firmament and couldn't make it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. There's got to be reasons behind everything. But I think that that man is honestly trying to, like, fight fire with fire. And it might not yeah. go well for him. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. All right. Well, One man, last we... thing. Back on a serious note. John says you're on the gym grind. Dude, yeah, bro, yes. Definitely been on the gym grind a lot lately. I feel like I kind of slacked in the winter, which is prime time. That's that's really when you want to go your hardest is in the winter. You don't ever want to slack in the winter because come summertime, that's when you're like, you're trying to go to the beach shirtless. Like, you don't want to be looking like chicken out there. <laughs> to be honest, I look, I look like a chicken, you know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> I've definitely, definitely been working towards, you know, feeling better about myself. And that's, that's one of the easiest ways to build confidence. You know, if you're ever lacking confidence, just hit the gym. For real, take some pre-workout, get in there and just have, have fun. For real, that's the biggest thing with it. I love going to the gym. And actually, just recently, I don't know if you watch Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. You guys probably do. You guys like fighting. Yeah, yeah. So you know that cobra bag he uses, like the cobra bag that he's like famous for, basically. So I just bought one of them, and dude, that thing is fucking insane. Like it's insane. Like it's legit a workout, and it you really don't realize how hard it is until you start using it, and you're like, dang, dude, like that kid is seriously something crazy. So that's like one of the best cardio workouts you can do. So definitely, yeah, I, I love the gym. Like that's that's been my go-to anytime I'm like in a bad mood, sad. Hit the gym, automatically feel better. It's the best. Love it. Yeah, dude, I swear, there's no better feeling than just getting a fresh workout in. You just finished like an hour, hour and a half workout. No better feeling after that. Dude, yeah, it's awesome. Like get it done, get it out of the way. Like even if for someone who doesn't like working out, like you. Honestly, you feel so much better of a person. Like you just feel like you accomplished something, even if it's a fifteen-minute workout. Like just getting in there and like doing a couple things, make that fifteen minute go to thirty minutes the next day. Make that thirty minutes go to an hour the next day. Get yourself on a on a routine. Like that's the main thing. That's the one thing that'll take you from being in a depressed mood to happy as fuck. You know, I can take it from me. Like I went from being depressed to happy as fuck. It really works real yeah all right well we've been we've been at it for over an hour and 10 minutes now all right last question for you steve where can you find you and uh what's uh, the code? look me up on ig steve derzik steve d-r-z-i-k and clarity 444 you can give them both a follow check out the check out the website we just added a couple more pictures on there you can check out the drop it's going to be coming october 12th um, other than that thank you for having me boys it's been great Thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude, we had a blast. It was a good time, man. This is our longest episode so far. But <laughs> we got a lot covered for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. We appreciate you coming on. All right, man. Thank you guys so much. Yes, sir, bro. Peace. Peace out. That was a fun episode. That was a great episode. That's that's what I want this to be. I want this to be serious, be able to come in here, take something away from it, and also just be able to take a couple laughs away too yeah that just, was a, that was a good time just messing around yeah no and it was just like it was just the homies being yeah. homies yeah it was cool it was cool uh let us know who else you want to see on the podcast um i think we kind of want to make this a little more guest based 
Yeah. Because we have a lot of fun with the guests. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of guests lined up. Get some bodies in here. I want yes. people in here. I want yes. To see some faces. Right. We need somebody in the studio. Enough of Zoom. Put asses in seats. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, it was great to be back. We'll see you guys next Thursday, I guess. Do your thing. Like, subscribe, show us some love. Peace, guys. Peace.